Welcome to the Birds FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight we're listening to a conversation with Adam Hartage. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it's Tuesday, August 16th in the year 2022. We are constantly under siege now by our medical systems, which was never something that was we thought would happen in our lifetime. Our medical in- institutions have become the mechanisms of tyranny. And with it, daily, people are facing a big problem. Tonight, we're going to hear from Adam Hartage. He's also a friend of mine. He's worked in the special operations community, and he was pioneering solutions for the Department of Defense to create telehealth and remote health solutions for places all across the globe. Adam has worked with his team and is committed to providing now these services as an alternative for the tyranny, medical tyranny that we're currently under. I'm a big proponent of this whole project that he's doing, and I was really honored because they even set up a special page for us for Bards Nations as you go through that you'll be able to go to if you choose to sign up. My biggest thing right now is people need options. And we don't have many. And this is one of the best. Last week, we heard from one of the nurses um, on the whole concept, which was was Priscilla Romans and Graith Care. And they're dealing as advocates for people in dealing with medical. This is different. Remote health provides actual telehealth and can prescribe medications. It's a big deal. They also have a prescription program through their system. And it's a cash-only system. It's not an insurance-based system, which again is good because it doesn't then be. It isn't bound by the Medicaid rules, which is going to prevent them from dealing with the truth around treating people, rather than the conformity to to these hospital protocols. So I'm going to start out just by telling you a little where you can find the link in its Remote Health Solutions, which is RH. S R H S USA.com R H S USA.com forward slash bards. You know, the bards thing. We do that all the time. So R H S USA.com forward slash bards. That's where you can find the page to learn more about this after the show or during the show, whatever you want to. Adam's a great guy. He's served the nation. He's done some amazing things and He's, he's solid in his faith, and he's really committed now to trying to build a true alternate breakaway medical system. It's not easy. These are huge costs, huge expenses going in. The amazing thing about this program is you're not signing up. Or like an insurance program, you're going to sign up and you're going to pay all year long because it's like one entry date each year you can, or each, each year. Yeah. This is just you can sign up for a month, and if you don't like it, you can leave. But what's amazing is there's no limit to the number of times you can talk to a doctor. So this is a whole process now to provide modern telehealth to your to your 
desktop to your kitchen table, wherever you are, and it allows you to get real medical advice. I just had some email exchanges with somebody up in Canada that has been dealing with medical issues and was denied medical treatment because she refused to not only take the vax, but refused the PCR test. This issue is very real. Our our medical institutions are weaponized now, and so anything we can find to break through and to start providing alternate solutions, and the transition is not going to be smooth. Many people are still on insurance, and they're using, they're wanting to balance that with care. And unfortunately, if you're tied into insurance the way things are now, you're going to get the same care as everybody else that ends up in the ER and ventilated and, and whatever else. Our medical systems are broken, and unless you're willing to go through the process of submitting to the vaccination and COVID tests, then you you have few options. This is a true option, and one of the reasons that I'm excited to bring you, introduce it to you tonight, one of the reasons I'm happy to introduce Adam Hartage, who's the CEO of the company, and equally very honored that we have a They've set a page with us with an initial entry promo for everybody if you're interested to do it. So, again, I'll give you the, the URL, which is rhsusa.com, rhsusa.com forward slash bards, and you can take it from there. Patriots, with that, let me introduce to you Adam Hartage. Well, Patriots, I'm really honored today to have Adam Hartage on. You may or may not have come across his name. Adam is is a veteran. He's a friend of mine. And he is the CEO of Remote Health Solutions that has been working aggressively to provide an alternative solution and medical providing system outside of this insane corporate tyranny of medicine that we currently know. Adam's been using his experience that he's gained from years of both as service to this nation and in his private contracting element with Department of Defense to bring an advanced solution, which we'll talk a lot about today, based on telehealth, to bring it to people's homes and to bypass again and the, uh, the craziness of the corporate health system and to provide a true, honest health system. So I'm really excited to have him on. Adam, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always good to talk to you, brother. Absolutely. Adam, why don't we start a little bit before we get into the whole health solutions piece, let's talk a little bit about you and talk about a little bit about your background so the audience gets to know you. Sure. Um, so I'm Adam Hartage, my name, as you clearly pointed out. Um, I, uh, I had a weird career before I got into business, and that was uh, in 1993. I, I entered the Air Force Academy, and I was lucky enough to get a spot there. And uh, Graduated in 1997, then spent about five years as a communications guy in the Air Force. Uh, I wanted to go be a fighter pilot, and I uh, thought I was on my way to doing it. And uh, found out that my color vision wasn't uh, wasn't up to snuff. So, so the the dreams of fighter pilotism were dashed. And uh, and I, I spent some time as a communications guy, but it was all good and fine because this was back in the 90s when uh, you know there really wasn't a whole lot going on. In the U.S. military, it was kind of a snooze fest. Uh, there was a couple of sport wars, you know, Bosnia, Serbia, that kind of thing. But very few people really played in that. And so I was just getting ready to get out, and I was going to go be an entrepreneur. And then 9-11 happened. And like everybody else, you know, I, I saw red that day, and I decided to, to basically forgo the entrepreneur 
route for a while and I was going to go to war. So I had already put in my paperwork to leave the Air Force. So I called the Army up and basically said, hey, I heard you guys kill people. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, man, uh, it looks like business is get to, getting to be good. So anyway, I, I went over to the Army and then, as you know, I got picked up by the Intel community a few years later. Um, to go be a clandestine guy. Um, and ultimately, I ended up as a clandestine operative under General Flynn for, um, for a couple of years. And, and I spent about eight, eight years total in the clandestine service running around. So I had a really weird career. I, I never cared much about promotion. I just cared about where the mission was. And uh, so I spent about 20 years all in. Uh, so I, I don't have any retirement. I left back in 2016 when it just kind of started getting dumb. And even back then, it was like, it was, uh, like, you could tell that, I mean, the writing was very much on the wall. Like, like there was, like, if you, if you held a certain belief set, you were easily promoted. If you were pro-America, pro-patriot, outspoken, uh, this was even pre-MAGA, you know, uh, you were, you were kind of looked at as, as a, as a, mm, I don't know, like like something to be tolerated rather than celebrated, and and so I, I, I kind of noticed now in hindsight, looking back, the purge really started happening a long time ago, and it's, they just make it such an untenable place for freedom loving Americans who put their oath of office, uh, you know, first. They make it really hard for you to actually enjoy a career and and be really proud at the end of the day of who you are and what you're doing. So. That's, that's my career in a nutshell. I left in, I think it was 2016, and then uh, and I, I went to business school, and I, I started my company, which I run today, Remote Health Solutions, and, you know, here we are. So um, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Adam, you don't talk a lot about what you were doing in Remote Health Solutions, and I really want to dig into this a little bit because you were pioneering some really great stuff ahead of its time, providing remote solutions, literally an advanced telemed system to special operators around the world. Talk a little bit about that as much as you can. Sure. Um, well, this is all an accident, and since we've got a little bit of time, I will tell the story, but normally, uh, it's like on fast format type shows, I, I won't get into it, but... Um, this is where it comes for anybody that's listening. I would say uh, life rule number one is never throw away a business card. Uh, my dad taught me that a long time ago. Uh, I've, I've kept it and held it firm, and it's really worked out wondrously for me. So uh, in 2016, I happened to be sitting in the lobby bar of the Sheridan Hotel in Amman, Jordan. And I was working over in Jordan as, a, as an intelligence liaison. Uh, to the Jordanians, and, and so they they knew who I was, and we were all working together on a on a project. On a, I mean, this was back in 2016, so you can all imagine what that was. Um, anyway, uh, I I hit it off with this American. He had two American colleagues with him, and they happened to be over in Jordan getting their Jordanian FDA clearance for some cool new medical technology that they had. And I didn't really think much about it at the time. I just knew that they didn't speak Arabic and they didn't know where to go. And so, and they were nice guys. So we just kind of hung out and, and hit it off and, and went and had a good time. I showed them where to go and helped translate stuff. And then a couple of days later, as they were getting ready to leave, um, you know, the, one of the guys hands me his card and one of the other guys 
says, hey, you know that guy that you're, you've been talking to, he's worth $24 billion. And then my jaw kind of hit the floor, and I, and I said, like, hey, man, is that anything stupid? You know? And uh, they said, no, nah, no, nah, you're all good. And so he gave me this, his card, and, and uh, nine months passed after that. And my brother-in-law, so this is probably too much information, but hey, it's kind of an interesting story. So my brother-in-law, who's an ER uh, physician practicing uh, emergency room doc, uh, called me up. He says, hey, you know, uh, I know you're going to get out and go into business school, and you want to be a businessman, and I want to expand my medical practice internationally. Any idea how we could do that? And I said, no, I don't, I, I don't even, I can't even spell medicine barely. But, um, but I did meet a guy in Jordan last year, and I still have his business card, if you want to give a call. And no kidding, that was how it all started. And so we took a look at this technology that he had. And at first, it was kind of like, okay, that's neat, that's neat, that's neat. And then uh, at one part in the demo, everything changed. And he showed us the ability to do a live 12-lead EKG. Uh, from halfway around the world um, while seeing and talking to a patient over extremely low bandwidth. So when I looked at that, John, from a medical standpoint, said, hey, I, I can save lives today with this technology. And I'm like, well, tell me, what do you mean by that? He says, well, if I'm in the ER, and uh, so, for example, he lives in southern Utah, and so transit times for emergency uh, Halls can be, you know, an hour or two or three hours sometimes to get to his ER. And, and if he could see a live stream EKG uh, coming over a very small bandwidth, then he could diagnose a heart attack remotely and bypass the entire emergency room process and get that patient sent straight to the catheter lab uh, to, to start to have uh, proper treatment for a heart attack. So thus saving more lives. And so we got to thinking about it and looking at it. So wow, this could be this this is this can run over satellite, so this is really great stuff. I mean this could go anywhere. And uh, we took it to the military, the military tested it like crazy. And I, I happen to know, you know, some guys in the in the some pararescue guys in the Air Force Special Operations community from my time uh, in the military and and they looked at it and they said, congratulations, you know, we've been trying to crack the code on this for 15 years and you guys did it. So, so we called Maury, who is the inventor of this technology, the guy that I met in Jordan, we called him back up. We said, hey, um, we definitely want to do something here. You've got a technology that, that the military really likes and can use, uh, and particularly the special operations guys. They see the ability to, you know, be able to, to talk to a surgeon back at, let's say, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Uh, while a medic is in the field uh, in combat conditions in Kandahar, Afghanistan. That's pretty, pretty amazing stuff. And so, therefore, if that medic needs to be guided on, let's say, an advanced surgical procedure or even how to deal with, let's say, shock or something, and they're, they're seeing something that they are just not used to, um, that surgeon can remotely or that doctor can remotely guide them. So really, really neat stuff. And that's, that's how it all started five years ago with our company. Uh, it was very much focused on the maritime industry, uh, airlines. So the concept of the airlines was, you know, there's now a doctor on board every flight. Because you know how when there's an emergency or something in the air, the flight attendant will come over and they'll say, uh, is there a doctor on board? Well, so our, our thought process was, well, with one of these boxes with this technology, with this, uh, with this 
ability to put these on every plane. Now there's a doctor literally on every flight because we can remotely see, diagnose, test. We can do a complete virtual exam, all these other things. So really neat stuff. And then COVID hit. And so 2020, we were, we've been cruising along. I think we had done like maybe a dozen contracts. Uh, a lot of them R&D type contracts, making small modifications to the technology, uh, adding a thing here, you know, adding a widget, taking away a widget there. Um, and then COVID hit. And we, we pretty much immediately knew that something in the milk was sour with COVID and that it was, that it was not going to be a good thing for the world or for America. And I don't mean in the sense of a disease profile. I mean, in the sense of, you know, uh, tyranny, Marxist takeover, lockdowns, a coup from within. So when you coupled COVID with the stolen election in 2020, Johnson was very clear that, oh, this is a war. This is a real war. Um, but, but this is a war by other means than just kinetic, you know, on the battlefield. Um, and, and having spent, you know, the better part of 20 years running around learning about insurgency, counterinsurgency, unconventional warfare, clandestine operations, uh, you know, espionage networks, counter espionage, and all that other stuff. That was, that's where I lived and breathed for most of my career. And so when I looked at this, I said, oh my gosh, this is probably the greatest information where I've ever seen uh, orchestrated. It's almost hard for me to believe that this is happening because it's so good. Like the enemy is so good and so capable and they control they control it all. They've got it all. They've got the educational system. They've got big tech. They've got the media. They've got, I mean, you name it, across the board. Uh, so we looked at that and we're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a real fight. And I don't know how we're going to get at this. Uh, and then also our, a lot of our contracts started drying out the military because, uh, you know, the federal government shut down and nobody was coming to work. So if nobody's coming to work, then nobody on the contract side gets paid because there's no work to do. Uh, so we really had to pivot hard and try and figure out what we were going to do as a company. And it wasn't until last year when we saw they started firing all the healthcare workers for refusing the jab or uh, making them basically resign uh, in order to refuse the jab. And we we just drew a line in the sand then and we said, "Yeah, this is not going to not going to work for us." We we will make it a, our new mission as a company to hire every single healthcare worker that was fired or forced to resign for refusing an experimental uh, gene modification, let's call it uh, injection. So, so now, fast forward uh, a year later, we've got a we've changed our business model completely. Uh, we now go direct to consumer. We're online e-commerce retail. Uh, we do acute telehealth appointments. And what that means is, you know, one off uh, Saturday night, little Timmy gets sick with a sore throat, needs antibiotics. Or um, we also have a subscription model and we call that that package, that subscription, we call it uh, pocket care. And for 99 bucks a month, any patient in the U.S. can have access to one of our freedom-loving medical providers, unlimited, meaning uh, we enable concierge-level medicine uh, to any individual in the U.S. for 99 bucks a month. And the best part about it is all of our providers, we now have, I think, about 150 providers, uh, all of our providers have demonstrated they have the backbone to stand up against a corrupt medical system and to think critically for themselves. So this is really a, 
a rare opportunity for for a company to 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 build a really strong, honest, and ethical medical delivery capability through its providers, and those providers have all been tested and through the fire and proven themselves. So uh, we're actually that's the silver lining in this whole thing is we're actually quite blessed with the network that we have, even though who knew that this was going to lead to that. So there you go. That's the full story. Now we, uh, we just, we promote pocket care. I would encourage all of your listeners to try us out, to, to come on board because we need you. We need more patients. We need, we need to blow up this thing in a big way, in a good way. The, the medical economy 2.0, or as I like to say, Noah's Ark for Medicine, all are welcome on board. And it's real simple. In order to sign up, they just go to rhsusa.com slash pocket care, uh, or even just our main homepage, rhsusa.com. And uh, they can read all about us. They can see the offering. There's no contracts, cancel any time, risk-free, all that other stuff. So the way we think of it is we are incentivized to keep you well. The medical industrial complex is incentivized to keep you sick. So for 99 bucks a month, it's in our best interest to keep you well when you can come see us as many times as you want. Uh, or what I should say, come see us, come see our doctors as many times as you want. Uh, so therefore, I want you to be healthy and not needing to see us every week because I can't stay in business if that happens. And I, I think like anything else, if you just follow the money, the answers are usually there. So for us, we like transparency and uh, you can follow the money very simply with us. Let's talk a little bit about the technology and how it's working. So a person then, are they getting specific types of computers, interface? Is it a web app? What is it? Sure. Uh, well, so we actually have two different platforms. The uh, the one that we were talking about originally, the uh, that we call that the virtual exam room. That's the, the uh, hardware capability that has the box that, that can talk anywhere in the world um, that the military has been a big fan of. That is commercially available, but we don't typically rely on that for, for a telehealth type setting. It's, it's, it's very expensive, not cost effective for, for your day-to-day. What we use on the civilian side uh, for commercial applications is just a very straightforward, just an HTML-based uh, um, website. So you don't, don't need to download any software. You don't need to have special applications. Um, nothing like that. Uh, it's just, it's all very, very uh, easy, user-friendly, straightforward, seamless. And so what do they, what happens in this? Is there an intake in this, um, an information intake? How is that done? Yes. Uh, so typically when, if a, if a patient is new coming to us, there will be some basic information that they're going to provide, such as, um, you know, uh, their uh, medications that they're taking, uh, any known allergies, all the, the typical stuff that they're used to providing uh, to their, their primary care physician or whoever it is that they're seeing. And then um, if they have any files that they need to upload, or let's say labs or something like that, they can provide those as well. But typically what it is is uh, they'll come straight in and get right in front of the doctor, and, uh, and or I should say the provider, because it could be a nurse practitioner or a physician's assistant, but it will be a provider. Um, and... That during that call, they'll go through whatever the issues are. Um, that provider can then either send in a prescription, which we have a very, very good 
prescription discount program. And by the way, I should also say that, that our model is cash pay entirely. So we currently don't accept insurance of any kind, although we will be offering an insurance product uh, in the near future. But currently we don't accept insurance of any kind. And the reason for that is so that we can stay outside of Medicare and Medicaid rules. Uh, and because if you're going to take their money, you have to adhere to their regulations. And in that case, uh, when it comes to, let's say, COVID, I would not be able to tell uh, our, our customers, our patients, that they need to seek early treatment, that they need to have preventative treatment, that they need to have uh, access to alternative therapeutics, which uh, have been around for decades, but the government, for some reason, poo-poos them. Oh, wait, I know why, because there's no money in it. So rather than guide our patients towards something like remdesivir, which is going to kill 54% of the people that take it, uh, we, we like to go in a more holistic and wellness-focused way. And I'll tell you, we've seen about 2,000 COVID patients, and to the best of my knowledge, not one of them has ended up in the ICU. So that's an interesting point. I, I was going to ask you that anyway. When you talk about alternative care, do you include people or references to naturopaths or alternative therapy experience within your network? We do. Um, we don't have enough naturopaths. Uh, we, we don't have enough holistic doctors. We have a pretty good amount of family, uh, physicians, primary care types, general practitioners, internists, um, emergency room types. But one thing we're light on uh, are the naturopaths and the, the homeopaths, which we subscribe to a lot of the same care principles, and we have a lot of DOs or doctors of osteopathic medicine, which uh, does tend to have a little bit more uh, holistic approach than, let's just say, a typical MD, although we do work with MDs a lot as well. Uh, for us, we can't ever have enough, meaning enough providers to enough patients. And the way that we look at this is the, the real value in what we're building is in the network. Uh, the network of, of freedom-loving providers that will provide honest, ethical medical care that puts their patients' needs first. And then the second thing are patients that want to contribute to building an alternative, a true free alternative. And I don't mean free in the monetary sense. I mean free as in the liberated sense to where they can feel confident that the, the trust has been reestablished between them as the patient and their provider. How do you handle if somebody calls in and you have a trauma issue? So they've broken an arm, they've cut themselves. At this point, I mean, there's only so much that virtual primary care or telemedicine can do uh, in a trauma situation. So we will consult if there is time to consult for that. But ultimately, if it's something that has to be hands-on in person, we don't have an, op an option at this point but to refer them to their nearest ER or their nearest hospital. Um, where we see this going in the future is for us to have an entire uh, physical infrastructure nationwide built out, much like, uh, you know, Eric, Eric Naputi has been doing with his group, and uh, really having access to cheaper, I don't mean cheaper in the sense of, unreliable, I mean more affordable, more affordable care, more affordable options. So that if you, for example, if you were to walk, and you probably know this, Scott, if you were to walk in the 
door of an ER. Basically, just walking in the door is a thousand dollars, and then if you want care on top of that, it's gonna be another thousand. So, it's the system is just broken. And I'll tell you this: I've got I pay fifteen hundred dollars a month uh, on average for our employees per employee uh, for healthcare, <laughs> and their healthcare plan still has a four thousand dollar deductible for the individual, an eight thousand dollar deductible for the family. So what that means is I'm paying almost $20,000 a year for our employees that have access to health insurance, and they still have to come out of pocket between four and eight grand every year if they're going to use the dang thing. So it's, it's completely on a tip, which is why we're also standing up our own insurance offering. And I've tried to break it entirely away from the medical industrial complex. But again, it comes down to your original question about trauma. When it does come to surgery or trauma, or uh, advanced specialist referrals, we don't have the infrastructure yet in place to be able to refer people. So they're gonna get sent right back to that medical industrial complex that's gonna ultimately uh, do whatever protocols they've been mandated to do. Your model seems to be well primed to embrace a completely different approach to trauma and go back to the doctor in the home, but follow more the 18 Delta model, which is special forces medic. Have you looked at that? Are you exploring that? Uh, we have. Um, I, so, I, in fact, I'm looking to take on some investors in the next, let's say, six months or so uh, for that to that very end. So there's really two aspects of it. And you and I, I know we've spoken about this kind of thing before. But on the one hand, you have, uh, let's, let's call it Uber for nurses, where uh, you've got nurses in all 50 states that just happen to live there, happen to be RNs, happen to be, uh, you know, interested in either moonlighting or being deployed out and going, going to do home care services. Well, so you have a, a big movement these days is infusion therapy. So IV infusion is a big deal. A lot of people are seeking that out. So you can couple that IV infusion therapy with uh, wellness checks, with compassionate care visits, with annual physicals, with that are also under the supervision of a doctor via telemedicine. So now you can have an in-house deployable nurse model and then if you lay on top of that your 18 Delta type uh, special operator that can literally perform trauma surgery in the field, uh, I think you've really got something compelling and interesting. So what we're seeing right now is just kind of the beginning of this. You have a pretty well-developed plan ahead to build a fairly robust system as a true alternative care. Is that correct? Uh, yes, sir. hundred percent. And that's, that's nothing less than the goal is to have a complete, um, call it, you know, Andrew Torbo over Gab calls it the parallel economy. He's not long um, in the sense that things are going to still click along as they need to click along. But, you know, Scott, we're, we're talking about telemedicine combined with in-home visits, combined with physical infrastructure at some point, but that doesn't even address all of it. Uh, what happens when somebody needs blood? <laughs> you know? So now we've got, how do, we, how do we differentiate between the unvaxxed uh, blood, not just blood though, but so let's talk about all bodily fluids. So you need semen, you need uh, unvaccinated, unfertilized eggs. I, mean, I, I think going forward, I mean, you, you, you know, I, it's, it's going to be, I think that stuff is going to be in high demand. Oh yeah. This is, this is Noah's Ark. That's <laughs> what this is, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know what's crazy is there's only 
so many hours in the day. You know, there's only a handful of us at Remote Health Solutions, and we're all busy, like, you know, little one-armed paper hangers. Um, and, and, and there's only, there's only so much money. Unfortunately, it seems like all the money is on the, uh, is all on the other side. It's against us these days. It's weird. It's almost like that's kind of been planned out at the spiritual level. Um, so, so I, we're facing headwinds, but as long as, you know, we leave it to, I believe in free market capitalism hundred percent because it's when, when problems come up like COVID, for example, and it's not even that COVID was the problem. It was the government's pandemic predictable response that was the problem. But when things like that happen, entrepreneurs and the American sort of can-do creative spirit is the thing that is able to very quickly flex and find a way to fill that gap of that scene that's been created. And that's exactly what we did with you know, when we saw that they were firing all the hospital workers, we just said, well, hey, we'll just hire them and we'll stand up an alternate medical economy. And then, by the way, what do you know? These are doctors that you can trust. So it, it really is, that is the silver lining in all of this. But we got a long ways to go before, before we have something that can truly rival, uh, you know, the, the status quo right now. And unfortunately... I've, I've got, like, you know, as I've said, I've got 150 or so providers. I hear stories every single day about, I mean, about, it's just, just total insanity, complete insanity at the corporate hospital level. I, 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 I can't explain it in any other way other than I now believe in demons. I did not. I never really believed in demons before growing up. I was raised very Christian. I, I was raised in a Christian household. I mean, I was the youth group leader in my high school, and I was the drummer for the Protestant praise team at the Air Force Academy. I was a, I was a good Christian, you know, kid. And, but I never really believed in, in demons too much. I never really thought that the devil was truly real on, on this earth, was here. And now, over the last couple of years, boy, that uh, the scales have fallen from my eyes, and and here we are. So now all I do is just call for freedom-loving Americans to band together and say their prayers and hold on to their hats because it's going to be a wild ride. And I do believe that God has this, but um, much like you and I talked about too, I don't sell hopium, and I don't sell nothing can stop what is coming, and I don't sell the Q thing, I don't sell the military is in charge, none of that nonsense. Uh, the only thing I sell is the notion that, you know, God helps those who help themselves. And you need to pray, but you also need to be vigilant. You need to take action to protect your, your network, your family, your communities. And you need to grow and become resilient and knowledgeable and pray for wisdom and discernment. And, and, and with those things, you know, moving forward in faith, uh, I, I, I think we will prevail at the end of the day, but we won't prevail if we just sit on our butts and think that somehow the white hats or the military or whatever else is going to save is going to make it happen. You and I speak the same language there. That's exactly right. Adam, where can they find the access to the sign up on this? I know we've got one thing set up specifically for Bards Nation, so I'll let you kind of talk about that too. So um, 
especially for your listeners, they should go to rhsusa.com slash bards. That's uh, in case anybody doesn't know how to spell that, that's B-A-R-D-S. <laughs> so R-H-S, rhsusa.com stands for remote health solutions. Obviously, most people listening here know what USA means. Uh, rhsusa.com slash bards. Um, and that will take them to the BARD-specific landing page, which they will get access to our awesome products at a very nicely discounted rate right now. Uh, currently running a $99 a month promotional for adults, uh, $50 per child, a family bundle uh, of two adults, two children for $249 a month. And that would normally be $149 per adult per month. So they get, uh, what's that, about a third a third off per, per adult right now. But they go to rhsusa.com slash bards. And I request that your listeners do. In fact, I humbly ask them to support us to join the network. Uh, we need we need 10,000. We need 20,000. We need 100,000 patriots out there in this network um, that, that are willing subscribers that, that are going to sign up for a service that's going to benefit them. I mean, just the sign up alone you know, 99 bucks a month, just a box, the welcome box that you get, uh, I believe is, is uh, almost a $200 value because there's a, a with you cut you a, a pharmacy discount card that uh, is, has excellent savings in it. You get uh, a month supply of our vital pack, immune support vitamin supplement. You get, uh, I don't know, there's a bunch of good stuff in the box, swag and things. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of a can't-lose offer. So I hope that they will try us out, and I hope that they will support us, because without the, we have the providers, and we've got the patients, but we need, we need 10 times the amount of patients that we have. We need 10 times the amount of subscribers to grow and really build an alternative medical economy, because without, without those contributions, without that membership, without that subscription, uh, we can't grow. We can't put in the infrastructure we want. We can't do Uber for nurses. We can't, uh, you know, truly build that parallel economy. So this is really a plea to your listeners. Um, you know, think of us as a give, send, go, or a GoFundMe type deal for medical freedom. Join us, please. One thing I didn't ask, alluded to it a couple of times, you have a prescription ability within this, right? 100%. Uh, not, only, not only prescriptions, but uh, deeply discounted prescriptions. We have uh, one of the best prescription models uh, I've ever seen as far as uh, our discounts go. And then as well, we can also do uh, diagnostic labs. Let's say you need blood work done or uh, imaging. Let's say you need radiology or an MRI. We uh, have referrals for those services. We can put the orders in. Uh, we can review the results. We, uh, it's, it's everything that you can do, uh, but at a much more efficient pace, much faster access. So let's say, for example, um, you need to see your, you want to set up a time to see your PCP. Well, it's probably going to be four to six weeks, uh, just typically. It's going to be four to six weeks. And then you're going to have a copay. And that copay is, I don't know what your copay is, but it's going to be between 50 and 100 bucks just to see that, that, that doctor. And then let's say that doctor refers you uh, to specialist services. 
Well, now you've got to wait six to eight weeks to get in to go see a specialist. Whereas with our model, if you need to see a doctor or a provider, uh, it's typically within 24 hours. And if you need a, a second opinion or a specialist to take a look at it or a referral to a specialist, uh, you could either get that same day or the next day as well. So it's a much faster, more efficient system. We just kind of took what the medical industrial complex does and flipped it on its head. So I know one question everyone's going to want to ask. How about ivermectin and HCQ? 100%. We love it. It's, uh, I don't know, man. Was that, was that too harsh? I mean, too, too direct? No. Too direct? Okay. <laughs> Not so, at all. Not at now, all. I will say I've got a couple of uh, providers in our network that prefer one over the other, uh, but, but that's really more just kind of a individual preference thing. I don't, I don't know. Me personally, I'm out. Um, my, the jury is out. I've, I've had COVID twice. I've used both ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. I've had great results with both, but that's just my own little anecdotal thing. I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving medical advice. Uh, you know, none of that stuff. You got to add the piece. You don't wear a white coat on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not even qualified to give an opinion, but the good news is I do know how to spell medicine now. I've been, I've been schooled after five years running this company. So I'm the, I'm the business guy. I just, uh, I just can't help you with, with uh, the actual prescription. Of course. That's awesome. All right. Well, Adam, you know, it's a really great offering and I'm, I'm excited to bring it to Bars Nation for people to have that choice because it's so important that we have choices in a, in a field that is diminishing and hurting people into kind of a cattle slaughter if you go along with the medical industries. So once they sign up, it goes active immediately? Immediately. Yep. Uh, so it could take... Uh, it could take, you know, as much as a day to, to get them an appointment if they need it, uh, depending if we have a provider who is uh, on and available. So just real briefly, because a lot of people are like, well, well, okay, well, what is this? What can you actually do? What, can, what kind of things can I be seen for? And I will say that if it's not something that you're going to either bleed out from or that a broken something that needs to be set, we can see you. Um, and you should, and you should see us. Um, first off, the, the advice and the consult that you're going to get is going to be from someone that actually has the ability to think outside the system. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that hospitals are now driven entirely by protocols. And what that means is if you punch in, let's say, a diagnostic code, it says, okay, this person has whatever. Well, there's going to be a specific treatment protocol approved by that hospital that's been negotiated by insurance contract and that falls within Medicare, Medicaid guidelines. So within that, that's how they came up with this whole, um, you know, you go into the hospital, they catalog everything as COVID, they put you on remdesivir, they, you know, if you survive that, they send you to the ICU to get innovated. If you survive that, which 90% don't, uh, then you know, I guess you come out the other side as one lucky few. And if, and if you die, well, then they get a big bonus. So we try and say, well, and we try and keep people out of the hospital. That's, that's exactly how we function is if you are well, we do well. Well, we like to say in the company, doing well while doing good. That's awesome. That's great. Well, Adam, we always close with a prayer. If it's okay with you, we'll do a prayer. 100%. 
Father, I just want to thank you today for another blessed meeting. Just continue to raise the voices up of those that are truly trying to seek that path of truth and sovereignty and, and freedom. And again, here we have a, a, a true fighter and a man with courage who's standing up against one of the most evil institutions ever imagined, which is the mainstream medical and corporate media system or corporate medical system. And so, Father, we just ask for your continued blessings on Adam and all of his work that he's doing with his network and these offerings that this company is bringing to the people to give them choice, to give them security, to give them confidence, and to reestablish that such a strong place of faith within the integrity of business. And we ask for your blessings and, and guidance. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Scott, I want to thank you for having me on. I, I implore your your listeners, please go and support us at rhsusa.com slash bards. Um, be part of the network. Quit at any time. So if you don't like us, you could always tell us to go pound sand. <laughs> but we think you're going to like us. I think, we'll, I think we'll like you. That's good. You're not a bad guy, Adam. You're not a bad guy. Ah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you too, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, Adam, thank you again. I really do appreciate it. It's a Time. It's a great thing to have you on, and, and uh, I'm excited to bring this to Bars Nation, and I, I think it's just you're doing a great thing for the nation as well, and I, I just wish you all the best. Thank you, Scott. God bless. God bless. Well, Patriots, that was Adam Hardage, and that's with Remote Health Solutions. Again, that link that he's set up for Bars Nation is rhsusa.com forward slash bards rhsusa.com forward slash bards. I think this is one of the first real health offerings that's outside of the corporate system. And the big win on that is that they can actually prescribe and not only prescribe medication, but prescribe those most dastardly ones, HCQ and ivermectin. This is the beginning of something much bigger and I would really encourage you to check it out. This is really, I think, the direction that healthcare will go in many different forms. But what the motivation here, as you've heard, the plan is that as they roll this out, this becomes the first step in the ensuing steps. There will be, they're trying to secure people that can do in-home visits. And then as that moves out, then it will also be localized or regionalized facilities. This has to happen. And it's, there's no other way to get through this medical tyranny than to see a true breakaway and to set up a method by which people can start getting true health services and true health care, wellness care to improve your body to, rather than keeping you dependent on the nastiness of the pharmaceutical racket that we're dealing with right now. So again, check it out, rhsusa.com forward slash bards. They did give a, an initial discount uh, for the Bards Nation to go in there if you do sign up and uh, again you're not committed and you're just it's just one month but I think that what Adam's got going is is excellent I think it's a the way forward in the way to break through the cabal controlled system and to return as well to a more personalized and direct care that's very immediate as he said you're not going to have to wait as the current system which is so broken you might have to wait weeks to get into a a primary care or even a specialist. And here you're going to be able to get to somebody within 24 hours. I can tell you personally from the people that reach out to me that this sort of act, this sort of access to professionals 
that can help you through situations, advise you on health and give you real insight is invaluable. And I, and I, I can say over this last year, the number of people that have reached out to me asking me that sort of thing, this is why I brought it. And what I've been looking for this and to look for something out there that was really top notch. And I think that this is right up there. And on top of that, as you heard from Adam, they've only hired Patriot doctors, which is great to hear because it sure seems sometimes like there aren't that many, but there are a lot. So anybody that's refused the vax and has stood up to this medical tyranny, they're in line to get hired at this company. So that's a great, great thing. So Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you and what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.